0: Morning everyone, welcome to Wednesday morning. We're going to continue through our devotional through the book of Galatians and today it's Galatians 2 verse 1 to 10. We're just going to read the first five verses. Please do read the other five verses in your your own time. Really just profound stuff that Paul is talking about. So Galatians 2, Paul says, Then after 14 years I went up again to Jerusalem, this time with Barnabas. I took Titus along also. I went in response to a revelation. And meeting privately with those esteemed as leaders, I presented to them the gospel that I preach among the Gentiles. I wanted to be sure I was not running and had not been running my race in vain. Yet not even Titus, who was with me, was compelled to be circumcised, even though he was a Greek. This matter arose because some false believers had infiltrated our ranks to spy on the freedom we have in Christ and to make us slaves. We did not give in to them for a moment so that the truth of the gospel might be preserved for you. This is interesting. So Paul comes up. Remember he's dealing. He's writing to the Galatian church. And he's saying to them. These same guys that had arrived in the Jerusalem church. Had arrived in the Galatian churches. And they were preaching that. What Jesus had done wasn't enough. You need to get circumcised. And they added all these um, Jewish traditions as well. And that's the only way you could be saved. What Jesus had done wasn't just enough on its own. And Paul just completely pushes against this. And he's got Titus with him. who's a Greek. And he's like. No way Titus is getting circumcised. What Jesus did was enough for him. But. Let me read you another text from Acts chapter 16. From verse 1, it says, Paul came to Derbe and then to Lystra, where a disciple named Timothy lived, whose mother was Jewish and a believer, and whose father was a Greek. The believers at Lystra and Iconium spoke well of Timothy. Paul wanted to take him along on the journey, so he circumcised him because of the Jews that lived in that area, for they all knew his father was a Greek. Now, is this double standards? Because Paul's fighting for Titus not to be circumcised because he was a Greek. Timothy's half Greek, and Paul uh, requests, or whatever it is with Timothy, Timothy chooses to be circumcised again. But can I say this? There's no double standards or hypocrisy in this. Both times, what was done was for the sake of others, it was for the good of others. And I'd like to talk about the church and then just talk about a social issue for one moment before we finish today. Talking about the church, first of all, everything we do, we need to understand. God hasn't called us to do primarily for ourselves, that we live our lives. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. And so when Timothy chooses to be circumcised, it isn't because he's trying to be saved, right? Timothy lays it down because he doesn't want to cause, this is the early days of the church. The Jews might not listen to him. So you know what? For the sake of the snip, how oh, it's sore and it's a bit of an inconvenience, but I'm happy to go through it for the sake of others. I will lay down my freedom for the sake of others. And the same thing Paul says with with um, Titus, that if we give in, now these guys are demanding and they are adding circumcision to salvation, right? which is a whole different story. If we add this, it's also gonna hurt other people. So we will fight back against what these guys are saying for the sake of others. And this is our truth bomb scripture today, Galatians 2, 5. We did not give in to them for a moment so that the truth of the gospel might be preserved for you. So in both cases, Paul is doing this for the sake of others. Because even though Paul is Jewish and he doesn't have to get circumcised, he's already been circumcised. If we add circumcision to the gospel, then what else are we going to add? We're just gonna, you know, we could add other stuff as well, and eventually we end up with this multi-layered requirements for the gospel. And the gospel wasn't that it was simple. Believe in Jesus, confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, and you will be saved. And so I'd like to challenge us a little bit today. Perhaps I don't know what your journey has been, but what are the things maybe if you if you look through, what are the things that you believe are important? What are the multi-layered things perhaps that even maybe you've been taught that are on top of the gospel? And and can I say this? When we go to God today and when you take some time to pray, it might be worth just taking some of the stuff and saying, God, show me the stuff that I've added on top of the truth of the gospel because friends, grace, this this book of Galatians is about joy and it's about freedom and it's not possible to be free and to be full of joy if I think that I've got a major role to play in my salvation. When I understand Jesus has done it all for me. Then I'm able to live in this freedom and in this space where I can live for the sake of others. But if I'm fighting and I'm adding all these layers to myself or allowing others to add those layers to myself. I'm never ever going to truly be free. And I'm going to start to live for myself. I'm going to hold things against people. If I'm giving into to the demands of others on my faith. I'm not talking about um, laying things down for the the good of others. But if I'm giving in to others and listening to what they're saying, I'm never going to find joy and freedom in in the gospel. And so I'd like to make a quick comment about a social issue if I can. When I look around the world at the moment, I think, I mean, the world's obviously in a major interesting place at the moment. There's all kinds of stuff going on and... Um, it's incredibly complex. And, I, and I, I don't feel this is a time for people to have these one-liner pithy answers. It's ridiculous. I look on Facebook and it's a one-liner. And if we all do that, we'll all be okay. This is incredibly complex at the moment. And, but I do think that the church has got a role to play. And I do think that the, this story gives us a starting point. It's not the whole answer, but it gives us a starting point on how to be able to be part of the answer. How do we bring reconciliation between different cultural groups, between different socioeconomic groups? How do we bring people together? Well, the thing is, this: I need to understand that there's a time to fight for my rights and there's a time to lay down my rights. But both of them are I lay down my rights for the sake of others and I fight for my rights for the sake of others, not for the sake of myself. And I think this is incredibly important. I think sometimes, um, and and just to be dead vulnerable with you guys, sometimes as a white South African male, I don't always know what my role is and where I should speak and where I can speak. But I've also come to realize this, that I I can't fully see and understand of what it's like for other people in our country because I haven't walked a mile in their shoes and I haven't lived in their space. And so there is a space for me to not make it all about myself because it isn't all about me. That's, I can take some time to lay down my rights of going, you know what, I haven't been, you know, I don't discriminate, I I help people, I go through the list of all the stuff I've done in my life, and you know what, I'm actually not a bad person, so I just get on with my life. You see, that's me using my rights to fortify my world and just keep going. But I can choose to lay that down and to say, you know what, I could do that 100%, or I could lay it down and go, hey, what's it like in your world? Help me to understand. I want to care. I want it to move my heart. I don't want to have a hard heart. Because I want to see all of us have access to the same um, life and liberty and 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 the same self-determination. To be able to walk out the call of God for all of our lives. And then the other side, there is a time to fight and a time to protest. I agree 100%. But that's again for the sake of others, not for the sake of my. It's not because I am outraged for myself. It's for the sake of others. And I do understand for some of us, we have had civil liberties taken away. But remember, we are talking now as the church on behalf of others that when i come to faith in jesus he does set me free he sets me completely free and this is this is a big thing i think i can't fight for the freedom of others if i myself am still struggling i can't i can't stand in the gap for others truly because there's too much of myself and there's too much of myself in it what do i mean by that i truly believe that the gospel of Jesus Christ is ultimately the answer for all mankind. I believe that unequivocally because what I've seen in my own life is there might be times where other people are constraining me. But even when other people aren't constraining me, I was a drug addict. I lived on the street for two years. That was another thing that had constrained me. And I believe that true freedom is only found inside of inside with Christ in when he sets me free and he sets me free to be part of his kingdom and as I'm part of his kingdom I'm able to take that same freedom that I've received and extend it towards others and so can I encourage us today if we look at the questions what does this text tell me about who God is it tells me that he was prepared to lay down Jesus said no one took his life from him he gave it that we stop worrying about what everyone's demanding of us and go to God and say Lord what can I lay down for the sake of others what does today's text tell me about who I am Well, it tells me that I'm a little bit swingy, actually. And sometimes the voice of others in my ears are too loud. Sometimes my voice fighting for my own rights is too loud in my ears. According to today's text, where do I need help from God? In all of that stuff, right? And according to today's text, how can I be an example to others? Friends, can I tell you, ask you this, be free. Be free in Jesus. Know that he set us free. Know that he's called you. Know that he's equipped you. Know that he's sustained you and given you everything you need for life and godliness. And then take that freedom And go and bless others and live for the sake of others and live in the audience of one before God. Can't wait to see you guys tomorrow morning.